Hello and welcome back to Southern Nights. I'm your host, Alicia. Hope all of you are doing great. It is Tuesday, May 9th. So this episode will go up tomorrow. Today, I thought I would talk a little bit more about um, my ex and... Um, I don't have this one written out because at this point, um, I don't know, something is not, it's not clicking right in my brain with writing it down. And so I've been, um, I've been delaying, I've been delaying and just waiting and I, I don't really know what I was going to say. So I think I will just fly by the seat of my pants on this one. And I think that's how I prefer to do things, honestly. But <laughs> anyhow, um, so when I left off last time, I believe I was talking about how um, his mother had apologized to me when she was in ICU. Um, and that skipped quite a bit ahead because um, that basically skipped almost a whole year. So I think I want to go back. Um, I don't recall. Um, too much going on from the time after I mentioned him acting weird about what was going on with me tearing up the paper and him like having that weird freak out and, um, so other than us not really sleeping because our, well, our my kid had, had colic really bad for about, I would say, six months. He did not sleep. He screamed every night. It was really bad. Um, and he was really addicted to his pacifier. So um, <laughs> I ended up having to go through a phase of trying to wean him off of that. But that came later. So it's all kind of blurring together now at this point. Okay. So I will say this. Um, before my six-week appointment, um, after having my son, um, I didn't wait for that appointment to begin um, being sexually active again with my husband at the time. And... Um... um I did end up pregnant again um, right around our son's first birthday. Um, I had found out I was pregnant again. And um, that would be with our, our first daughter. And so I guess from... Our son's birth to me getting pregnant, nothing really, I can't recall anything super major happening. I'm sure it did. Everything's blurred together. This was like 25 years ago, 26 years ago. Um, and I seem to have blocked a lot. So, and I didn't take notes on my life. I know some people do that, but I didn't really do that. So, uh, Let's just jump fast forward then to 
um, I thought I was pregnant. So I find myself in Target one day and I decide to go ahead and buy a pregnancy test. So I go in and then the very first stall, <laughs> and it was an answer test, I believe, um, which was much like um, first response with the pink lines and the way it was shaped and all. So I, um, I took the test and the, first, the very first stall when you walk in, um, at our local Target, um, and I got a line. Um, it was a light line, but it was definitely there. You could see it. There was no, like, questioning. There was no squinting and wondering if there's a line. It was definitely a line. Um, and that was basically it, as far as I recall. Um, <laughs> it's just a funny anecdotal story but anyway um I found out then that I was pregnant of course took another couple of tests I recall um and saw the line get darker so then you know I have to go through and get doctors and all of that um during that pregnancy there there was some things that did it did bother me um Don seemed a lot more distant. Um, he didn't seem interested in the pregnancy. Um, he he did act happy that when we found out it was a girl, he was happy it was a girl. We were both ecstatic that it was a girl. Um, that was about the extent of his excitement. I remember um, our daughter, <laughs> she did not move a whole lot during the pregnancy. When she did move, it was big, huge, sweeping moves. Like, she would do total body flips and and turns and not just little kicks and jabs. It was, like, big movements. Um, so it was hard to catch, but a couple times when I tried so he could feel her moving, um, he seemed annoyed that um, I was trying to get his attention to put his hand in a certain spot on my stomach so he could feel the baby move, and, um, that, that was, you know, uh, anyway, um, so at our son's birthday, I had made his cake, and, um, I was still newly pregnant at this point, um, but I made this, uh, caterpillar cake with, like, cupcakes, and, it was like a Winnie the Pooh uh, birthday kind of theme, but I did like this caterpillar. I don't know. They had caterpillar. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what I was thinking, but we went to the park and we had this, the, his little birthday party there. And um, I remember being worried that my parents were going to be mad that I was pregnant again so soon. And because uh, we were still living at my parents' house at this point. Um... I remember being worried about it. How is this going to work? Um, I really wanted to move out. He did not want to. Um, that was a source. That was definitely a source of issue uh, during this point in time. As I really wanted to get our own apartment or something, and um, or house and move out. Um. Anyway, the birthday party was 
nice and everything, but I walked off at one point just because I was so upset. And um, I remember like his sister following me, asking if I was okay, and I was telling her, you know, that I was under a lot of stress, whatever. But anyway, um, other than that, I guess the pregnancy it went okay until uh, about a month or so before I was due to have the baby. Um, the doctor, every time we went in, uh, she was breech. And I knew she could turn and turn upright, but um, every time we went in, she was in the wrong position. And um, I tried all the techniques to get the baby to turn and to stay turned to no avail. So towards the end, um, my doctor at the time, he said, um, either they can do an inversion, which I knew was dangerous and possibly, possibly dangerous, definitely painful. Um, or we could just schedule a C-section and I didn't want to risk hurting the baby, so... Uh, I decided to go for a planned C-section. So, and and during this time, I kept hoping the baby would turn, so I didn't have to have a C-section. C-section because I was scared of, um, I was scared of having to have a C-section, and I never wanted to, and I didn't want to risk future pregnancies by having um, a C-section. Anyway, um, I can tell you after I've had seven pregnancies in total and only one c-section so I've been completely fine but um at the time I didn't know that right okay so and I didn't want to be forced into having c-section after c-section after c-section and it'd be this whole thing but anyhow uh, so um this was during that pregnancy was when we found out his mother was really sick. Um, she ended up having cancer, and it had spread everywhere, and um, she was only 40. Um, I'm 44, so I've lived longer than my first mother-in-law, which that makes me so sad. But And she was so excited that the baby was a girl, and she kept saying, I hope it's a brown-eyed little girl. I want a brown-eyed little girl. And she got her brown-eyed little girl. And she barely got to meet her. Um, so I had the C-section. And that night, because um, my, my mother-in-law was in the hospital, too, because she was fighting cancer. But, well, they didn't really know that yet, but um, they didn't have her fighting. It was too far gone, but... Um, she was in there, and they were trying to figure out what was wrong with her still, but she was so sick. It was bad, but um, they wheeled her in the wheelchair, my father-in-law at the time, and um, she wanted to hold the baby, and I remember being scared of her holding the baby because she was very weak, but um, my father-in-law and Dawn both kind of stayed right there and um, made sure she didn't drop the baby, but uh, she was so happy and so proud um she was so excited because she said she always wanted a brown-eyed little girl and both her daughters had blue eyes 
and she had brown eyes, so she wanted one that had brown eyes like her. So, um, my birthday is, um, in the middle of March, basically, and, um, my mother-in-law, she died the day after my birthday, and... Well, that was really rough, of course. Um, I, I was just thinking about another c scenario that happened that I had forgotten about um, in this time frame to mention before she passed. We were in, we were at the hospital, I think it was before I, I had given birth or had the C-section. And... Um, we were up there. We were in, like, the courtyard of the hospital uh, with my father-in-law. And there were some other people visiting. And there were these two teen girls there. And my husband was running around, like, chasing them. Like, he, he had to, like, he was playing with them. Of course, now knowing what I know, I'm, like, kind of weirded out by it. But anyway, um, we'll get to that, I guess. But So, um... That happened that's while I was while I was pregnant with our daughter. Anyway, back to um my mother in law passing. Um at her funeral Um Dawn got up and told this story of how she had Taught him like in the woods with a stick and the dirt, how um, his alphabet that he she had taught him upside down, like she put him on the other side and taught him upside down. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, um, it was weird and funny, I guess, but um, it kind of made her look not so great, so I don't know why he chose that, but anyway, um, I had him put, um, pictures of our two grandbabies in her hands so she's buried with pictures of our son and daughter um in her hands so um yeah it makes me sad it really does and um at the funeral um Don had all these girls around him being like, oh, so sorry for your loss, you know. And he even, like, walked off with them and left me standing there, you know, with these, I mean, I had just given birth, you know, a couple of weeks prior. And, um, I'm just standing there like an odd duck. I don't know. It's just looking back, you know, I mean, I was mad at him at the time. And I was irritated at these little girls coming around a married guy and um yeah um it was just a weird scenario and I just I couldn't wait to get out of there so um I have a lot of uh old emotions surfacing um 
really irritated, really mad. I mean, a lot of it is just, it's in the past, so it's like whatever, yes, but I'm feeling it all again as I tell it. You know, I'm back there as that naive girl who all I ever wanted was one marriage, one father of my kids. When I married him, he was all I could see. And I mean, because um, I don't misunderstand my um, my obvious uh, upset that I'm experiencing at this moment. As um, I want to go back there and I want to be with him again, I really, really, really don't. Um, it was toxic. It was disgusting. It, he is, um, he's, for entertainment purposes only, he's not a good person. Um, when you see on my list um, of my episodes, and I put for entertainment purposes only, it's really just legal jargon to cover my behind, okay? So I might put my opinion only and for entertainment purposes only because um, these are just things as I remember them and my opinions on them and I'm sure you would get a different side of the story from the other person whether or not it's correct Um, because um, well someone ended up in prison and it wasn't me So, anyhow, (laughs) I really, I think from this point, would just jump right to when our kid was about, our newest kid was about. 11 months she got really sick they never could pinpoint whatever infection she had wherever it was um she was in the hospital for a week um I was up there for that entire week with her um it was scary I thought um I might lose her and um I just, I don't know, they never, they never could tell me what it was, what she had. She didn't have meningitis or or anything like that. She just got really, really sick, and, um, it was really scary. They, um, they couldn't put a normal, um, IV in her arm or anything, so they had to put it at the top of her foot, and, um, I'm just reliving, like, oh, I was there the whole time I was there from the time um, we took her in to the emergency room and they were running all these tests and um, it was awful and um, I wouldn't leave I refused to leave there was finally like after 
I don't know, three or four days, and people were bringing me food, including my my best friend, Christina, who's now since passed as well. Um, uh, they were bringing me food, and, you know, at one point, uh, my mom came up, and I was like, I need fresh clothes. I can't stand being in these clothes anymore, so... Um, she, uh, let me borrow her car and she stayed with my daughter while, um, I ran to a store that was just basically a couple of blocks away. It was Kmart at the time. And, um, I went and I got me some clean underwear and another set of clothes. And, um, and then I came right back. I was maybe gone. 15, 20 minutes. I wasn't gone very long. Um, I tried to hurry because I, I just, I hated leaving my baby there. And so I get back, you know, and I shower on my mom's there, so that was nice. And then I stayed there another few days until, like, uh, she finally started getting better with the antibiotics and um, they released her, and thankfully, um, she had no other, no other issues. It was just that, um, at around 11 months, she got really sick. After that, um, she got well, um, I finally, I couldn't take living at my parents anymore, and I put my foot down that we were going to try to get a place, and, um. He was trying at first to get, like, a, a mobile home on some property through a mobile home dealer. And um, I really, really, I grew up in a mobile home, and I did not want to live in another one. Um, so I hated this idea, but I tried to go along with it because I just desperately wanted and needed to be out. Um, I mean, I was a married woman with two kids of my own, and I really wanted to have my own life and situation and um be able to cook and you know just have my own house and um do our own thing because if we couldn't in someone else's house we were um still living like kids there ourselves because of the way the situation was so during this um this was probably actually bef right before she got sick, but, um, again, it all blurs together for me, some of it, but, um, cause I think she was still in her little baby carrier car seat. Um, at the time we were trying to get this house, but he knew the guy from school. It was someone that was like, I think in the class above him, but he knew this guy that, um, worked at the mobile home dealer whatever and um so we like gave him like, I don't know 500 to a thousand dollars down payment I don't remember the exact amount something like that um and this guy started calling me and asking for me and um you know this is during like um 
after like Don felt distant and he was like flirting basically with these girls, even at his mom's funeral and while his mom was sick, as you recall, I said that um, in the courtyard, he was like chasing them around. So I started feeling some kind of way and I was also, my family was telling me they were catching him having um, some girl in his car and um, he worked at the McDonald's inside of Walmart at the time and they had, well that was his second job. <laughs> he would work overnights at one job and then go in the morning to work at McDonald's for the second, but anyway. Um... God, I left a lot out. I just realized there were signs all along while I was pregnant, even with our daughter. I just remembered. I'm so sorry that this is jumbled. It's just, I will forget a lot of it because I block a lot out and then I'll remember it again. And it's just, it's awful having to go through and relive it like this. And I really kind of wish I had written it down, but I'm sorry. And it might be a little ADHD or something. So that could be another reason. Um, I struggle with some of this, so, um, yeah, he was clearly flirting with this Honduran girl that worked there, and I didn't know she's Honduran at the time, um, it's just, to me, um, she was just Hispanic, so I didn't know where she was from, and mind you, I was only, like, 20, not even, actually, I was 19, about to turn 20. Anyhow, um, I was very naive, but I did see him flirting with her. And at one point I got really upset. This was when I was still pregnant with our daughter and I was hugely pregnant. And, um, this girl, she was like, obviously like worried about me because I was like hyperventilating in Walmart in front of McDonald's. And she went and she gets me a cup and gets me some water. And, um, I tell her, um, he's an asshole, <laughs> um, that he treats me like crap and he flirts with everybody. I remember, um, another time seeing him with another girl inside the store, um, walking back towards McDonald's and I look up and there they are walking together and they're holding hands and he looks over, sees me, they drop hands and say, they come over and they're trying to explain that, oh, they're just trying to make her boyfriend jealous because she's having trouble with her boyfriend. You know, this is all while I was pregnant with our daughter. Sorry, I didn't mention that sooner. It just kind of just popped back in my memory. Um, so we were having problems, and this guy at the mobile home place, he starts calling me and giving me attention. So we're talking. Literally, it's all it was. It never turned into anything. I was just talking on the phone. And, uh, anyway, that all, that all kind of ended because the dude ended up stealing everybody he got checks from. He ended up stealing the money somehow. And he left with thousands and thousands of dollars from not just us, other people. And, um, that was a whole mess. But, um, Don actually caught me talking on the phone with him at one point and I was like you have a lot of room to talk considering I've literally caught you holding hands with another girl and my parents have seen um, you driving around another girl in my car and which he tried to deny and he still vehemently denies even though they literally saw him in my car three of them my mom my dad and my cousin 
So, um, I believe it was. April or May, I can't be 100% because I don't have, you know, receipts or I didn't write any of this down. This is all just stuff I, I'm trying to recall as I go through this with you guys, but um, of 2000, we're in the year 2000 now, and um, obviously the mobile home thing didn't work out, and um I really started pushing at this point. I was like, I was done. Um, I have two little kids and we're, and two adults living in one little eight by eight foot bedroom. I mean, it was a tiny bedroom. So there's like a crib, a porta crib, a twin bed, and Dawn slept on the floor. I mean, it was ridiculous. There was no room. And I'm irritated and I just, I went out and we're obviously already having marital issues. Um, and I'm thinking we need to get out and that'll help um, take some of the stress off. So we finally, we go around, start looking at apartments. We get the money together. We put in our application at one and we get the call that we, um, our application was accepted and they did the background check and all that stuff. And that came back fine. And so we were finally going to move out. Now, in between all this time, we did have a storage unit. And so I was accumulating stuff during this whole time. Um, like when um, our son was a baby and Don worked at Mervyn's, <laughs> they frequently had really good sales. And so I would get towels and cookware and sheets and you know all those kinds of things you need when you move out and I stockpiled this stuff we even had furniture in there um like uh, my mom at one um one point had updated her her living room set and so we got their old couch and um and chairs so um and um an old kitchen table and chairs, too, that uh, she'd gotten rid of. She downsized after we left. So we were able to take that with us. So, you know, I had stockpiled some stuff, so that helped a lot. I still had to go and get things like cleaning products and trash bags and, you know, stuff like that that I didn't think of um, beforehand and wouldn't have been safe to store in a, a storage unit anyway. So, but um, we got our place and we finally moved out. And I think that's where I'm going to end this episode. I am very sorry for all the time jumps. I'm sorry for all the emotion. But this is um, this really heavy stuff that um, that 19-year-old baby Alicia went through. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Good night.